0: everybody, the podcast is taking a break until the fall, but don't despair. We still have content for you. We're going to be releasing a podcast version of our successful YouTube video series with Belinda Livesey, a designer who has her own studio and is trying to level up. Over the course of eight episodes, we're going to be talking about a ton of topics that are going to help you get your business where you want it to be. And while you're listening to those, we'll be hard at work at the next season of the future podcast. Thanks for listening. Melinda, what are we gonna talk about today? What do you wanna know?
1: I wanna know how to charge to diagnose a client's problem.
0: So, give me more context or some information as to why you're even asking this question in the first place.
1: So, per your suggestion on a video or a blog I watched, you mentioned the Win Without Pitching manifesto. Right. So I read that and in it he describes how doctors and lawyers, they'll charge their clients for a diagnosis. Why don't we as creatives do the same thing? But I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what a diagnosis in the creative field looks like and how do I charge for it and how do I quantify the value?
0: Let's look at those professions and see what they do that we seem to put value on it. When somebody comes out to estimate a broken refrigerator, or your car needs work, it's making a weird sound. They don't do that work for free, and they've been trained via trade school, through experience, or through many, many years of education how to do this. Like We can't go into the problem assuming we already know the answer, and that's the first problem that we as designers need to change our mindset, okay? If you come into the problem saying, you need a new logo, you need a new logo, you need a new logo, your diagnostic process has no value to me at all. So we need to start thinking about maybe we're looking for a communication problem to solve, maybe we're looking for a customer experience problem to solve, or a business problem to solve. And then we can begin to provide real diagnostic and be able to charge for it. So let's look at it. What's an experience you've had? where somebody has had to take time to kind of understand the problem and has charged you for it. And what we can do is map that experience to what you will be doing in the near future. Anything come to mind?
1: Therapist is the first one. Okay. Second would be a doctor. Okay. And I'm Something more relatable, something
0: very blue collar, you know, Uh, it doesn't need to be so fancy.
1: Okay. My hot water heater. Okay. Is not working. Currently? I just had an issue.
0: Hot water yeah. heater. Okay, mm-hmm. that's perfect. So you need to figure out this is a fairly simple problem in that it can either be repaired or replaced.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever had a car problem?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Why don't we do that? Okay. So let's do that again. Okay. So what have you encountered in your life where somebody's had to diagnose the problem and charge you for it?
1: Car issues.
0: Like what kind of car issues? What happened? Um
1: uh, my car is making a really strange sound.
0: Mm-hmm. So an abnormal sound and it's cause for alarm for you. Right. Did a check engine light or a service light turn on? Yeah. Okay, so that's a clear sign you gotta go get this thing taken care of, it's not just a figment of your imagination, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you take it into the dealership, what kind of car is it?
1: Uh, Toyota Prius.
0: Toyota Prius, some, some, something's wrong with the Toyota and you bring it in and what do they do?
1: They, can't remember, they, they say that they're gonna check it out and then after that they send me a bill for how much it is. Or they say this is, it's gonna take this much and here's the bill. Okay. Or the estimate, the estimate, right. right?
0: Now it's been some time since I've taken my car into the dealership, but the last time that I did that I can remember is when I used to own a Mercedes and their process is similar but a little bit different. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more detailed. So if, if I may, I'm gonna tell you how it worked, okay? Bring in the car, first of all, you make an appointment You bring in the car, and I'm already expecting to pay money because I don't expect people to do work for free. And they say, okay, great. We'll have our chief mechanic look at it. What's the problem? He comes out. He talks to you. So what's the thing? And you explain it, and they'll ask you a few more questions because they want to narrow their scope of exploration. If you say it's something with the brakes, then that's where they're going to look if you say something else. Now, luckily, cars, all modern cars, have a port that you plug something in and their computers can talk to the computer that's inside your car and it can start to figure out what the problem is. Okay, So I go away and they start to do work. They start to investigate the problem. And then I get a call from my rep and the rep or the agent will say, you know, Chris, here's the problem. We need to replace this, this, and that. This is what that'll cost, but we also, of course they're going to upsell me, we also found this, this, and that problem. You're probably okay for now, but it's something you might want to consider doing next time. Should we move forward? It's going to cost this amount of money. Mm -hmm. So we estimate, it's an estimate, time and materials, it's going to cost this. Are you okay with $1,200? And I'm like, oh, that's a lot of money. Sometimes I go back and say, you know, is there anything you can do for me in terms of the price? Like, yeah, you know what? You're a long-time loyal customer. We value your business. We'll knock uh, $200 off. How does that sound to you? And I say, great. Why don't you do this? Okay. That's a diagnostic process with a prescription for what to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's map it onto how you work now. Great. Okay. Is there something that you do that is similar to this diagnostic process?
1: This is how it's hard to apply this thinking to my process is because most of my clients come with their their diagnosis. What is themselves.
0: that called? It's called being self-diagnosed. Mm-hmm. If you went into your doctor and said, you know, I have a tumor, it's cancer stage X, and we need to operate right now, no biopsy necessary, they would look at you like you're insane. And so what we want to do is we want to act like doctors, lawyers, mechanics, even real estate agents, whoever. We have to adopt a more professional practice. One is we cannot go into it assuming we know what the answer is. We have to ask a series of questions that allow us to narrow the scope of of, uh, search or exploration. So if somebody comes in to you and says, Melinda, I need a new logo or I need a new website, Mm -hmm. how should you respond to that?
1: Well, from what you just said with a series of questions. Well, no,
0: I'm in role play mode (laughs) with you right now. (laughs) You want a great character? I'm in it with you right now. All right. Melinda, we need a new website. What's your company? Joe Schmo Plumbing.
1: <laughs> what, uh, who do you serve, or what, who's your target audience?
0: People that need plumbing work.
1: Where, do they live in a specific area? 30 mile radius. 30 mile radius yeah. of wherever you're at. Yep. You know. um, Anaheim. Anaheim, okay, cool. Uh, what type of budget are you working with, as far as your work? I don't on? know, I don't know
0: what these things cost.
1: Okay. Well we normally charge between ten and fifteen thousand for Woo! a website.
0: What do you do for that? Can't can you just like download a template or something and I just need something?
1: See that's where I don't I get stuck with that when I'm in that kind of situation.
0: That's fine. Okay. When a client comes to you with a diagnose like when they self diagnose, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to accept that. That's the first problem. You, you already went down their path. You let yeah. them lead the yeah. conversation. And so you have to stop them. Okay. okay, this is what Blair talks about. He goes, you might need a new website, but let me ask you a few questions just to make sure. Mm-hmm. You might need a new logo, you might need a new brochure, or you might think that the colors on your brand mm-hmm. or your identity design is off, but let me ask you a few questions just to make sure.
1: And what type of That questions? stops them
0: right away. You right. understand? So yeah. first you have to stop them from moving forward. Don't continue to engage them there. Yeah,
1: I definitely need to do that because when someone comes to me and they just say, okay, I need an opt-in for my website or I need a logo or I get a lot of those. And of course. I'm not obviously handling it like that.
0: Okay, um, so we're going to change so some things. So that's number one. For, you know, stop, drop, and roll, first thing is you got to stop. <laughs> Okay? And now you need to drill into what is driving this decision. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: A lot of why questions here come to mind. So let's rewind the tape. And we're gonna do this scene again, and we're gonna do it again, and you're gonna try, we're gonna watch you do this and fail like five times. So day two, Groundhog Day, all right? So I need a new website. I'm Joe Schmoe Plumbing in Anaheim. And um, you might
1: need a new website but before, wait, see, I'm already screwing up. Okay. You no, might no, do- just be here.
0: Don't oh look at your God. notes. You're like a, like <laughs> a book learner. Forget the books, okay? Just right. follow me. First of all, you have to stop the client. So let's stop them, okay? Right. So I need a new website. I'm Joe Schmo Plummer from Anaheim.
1: Hi, Joe Schmo. <laughs>
0: you don't know me that, like that. You can't call me Joe Schmo.
1: Uh, before we talk about your website, I'd love to ask you for more questions about your business.
0: Oh, okay. What do you want to know?
1: Um, I'd love to know why you want a new website.
0: You know, I'm not getting as many new leads as I'd like. Not, not as many people are calling us that, like they used to.
1: And how do you normally get clients? I don't know. You've never checked?
0: They just call us. Maybe Yellow Pages, maybe Yelp, maybe a referral.
1: Do you have any way to reach out to your clients that you're actively pursuing?
0: I don't know. I'm just a plumber. Like, I don't, what are you talking about?
1: How do you get your clients? Referrals. Referrals. Ads. Okay. Ads, you do ads. Well, Yellow Pages. That's okay. an ad, right? All right. Um, why, so is this is where- This is where it breaks down this again. This is where it breaks down. It keeps
0: breaking down. Well, first I have to tell you this is that you cannot just do a hard pivot to like, let me talk about your business. Mm-hmm. You first have to embrace, and this is something I call like embrace and pivot. So first thing is you have to acknowledge, you probably need a new website. That's embracing it, okay? So you validate what I say by rephrasing it back to me, reflecting it back, okay? You probably need a new website, but as I've often discovered, sometimes when I ask my clients a few questions, we discover that actually they don't need a new website, they need something totally different. I'd like to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. You just say it like plain English. So you don't try to get caught up in the marketing speak or being too slick. I just try and talk like a regular human being. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So let's assume that that happens. Now, the reason why you're stuck is because you actually have to develop a new skill set mm-hmm. of actually understanding business problems, marketing problems, and conversion issues, and all these kinds of things. So this is where You can't just say what I'm saying and for it to be effective. Now a lot of people talk about doing strategy just to get the sale again. Well that is a very superficial way to approach it and that's not going to yield any real results. Okay? A doctor can't say, well let me run through a battery of tests with you before I prescribe a solution only to not know what the battery tests are. They're going to put the thing in the thing and then they're going to run that and then we're going to look at this. What are you talking about? It's very specific. Mm -hmm. Okay, We're gonna take a few skin samples from you. I'm gonna put a solution on and see if there's any kind of thing We'll look at the microscope in the room come back. There's there's no fungus whatever whatever it is. They're gonna say So this means that the designer the traditional designer has to acquire very different skills that you weren't taught in school perhaps and You're gonna have to engage the person on a much deeper level This is the beginning of the road to a different person and a different you. The reason why I can charge 10, 20 times as much as you is because I've acquired these skills and continue to work on it myself. Mm -hmm. You can't get there without doing the work. You can't speak from a platform of knowledge and information if you don't have that knowledge. And so this is where we will begin. Does that make sense? It does. You cannot charge to prescribe something because you don't have the tools. If you guys want to learn how to become more valuable, to charge for the diagnostic phase, which I think you should be able to, you have to acquire a whole set of new skills. The, the thing that I'm gonna tell you is this. One, is come in, be empty. Don't come in thinking that I have a solution ready to go. And when the client offers you up a self-diagnosed prescription, to whatever it is, a self-prescribed solution, I think what you have to do is embrace it and pivot as quickly as you can to acknowledge that that might be true, but let's find out for sure. And then you're going to ask lots of questions. And in order to do this faithfully, you have to be prepared to recommend a solution that is not you. Not all doctors can operate on you. Not all doctors can solve your problem. Not all mechanics can solve your car problems. They'll refer you to a specialist to say, this is outside of the realm of what, I, what it is I'm able to do today. And if you're able to do that, you'll find that your client interactions will dramatically change. You're no longer an order taker. You're going to be a consultant, an advisor, and potentially a partner for your client. That's it. Anything else you wanna say, Melinda, before we wrap up here?
1: No, I'm excited to apply these, these principles.
0: All right, so maybe on the next episode, Melinda's gonna share with me why she thinks I'm so intimidating, but when she actually sat here, it's not so bad. We'll get into that. The Future is hosted by me, Chris Doe. The show is edited by Stuart Schuster. Big thanks to Adam Sanborn, who composed our theme song. To subscribe to The Future Podcast, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now SoundCloud. Make sure you rate and review our episodes. Don't miss out on upcoming events, live streams, workshops, and announcements by going to thefuture.com and sign up for the newsletter link at the bottom. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the future is here. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. See you in the future.